Shut up, Hannah. Don't. What was that noise? Did you deuce? Hannah queefed. <laughs> it's so hard to do a good job around here nowadays. Queen Laquifa. Is gonna oh, be in my, my God. <laughs> What it is, what, what it, it was, was and, and what, what it, it will be. be. That's right. <laughs> it's another episode of Extraordinary Files Podcast. You're so predictable. <laughs> My name is Matt. He's like, maybe, but you are not. I'm Ashley. <laughs> and we got Ted here, the man behind the curtain, bringing you another one of our latest episodes. Let's put Hannah to work for just about a moment. Me? Work? What? <laughs> that doesn't even make sense. <laughs> I know, trust me. <laughs> well, I guess what I'm supposed to do here is let you know how you can uh, follow us or contact us. So you can contact us by sending us an email at extraordinaryfiles at gmail.com. On Facebook, just search Extraordinary Files Podcast. On Instagram, you just put in at Extraordinary Files. And on Twitter, you can at XFilesPod. Boom. And... And like, and subscribe, like, five subscribe. star rating. Damn, all Hannah. of that. Damn it, I almost had it. <laughs> Gotta be quicker than that. That's all right. Give us a thumbs up. Give us a like. Give us a yeah. follow. Written review really, yeah, really helps, especially on five iTunes. Stars, iTunes, all that kind of good stuff. <laughs> so if, you've, if you're listening to us, you found us. Got that website you can go to. Run. No, I'm just kidding. www.extraordinary <laughs> with an X, not an E. Files, extraordinaryfiles dot com. Yeah. We had to be special. It's like the Ashley. I'm. I've got two E's instead of an E Y. We have to be extra. <laughs> extra. You have to be different. We Just different enough. Ordinary. We definitely got a little extra for sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So tonight's episode, or today, depending on when you're listening to it, we're going to talk about the Cecil Hotel. I like this Ooh, one. Me do. too. I do. Do you know anything about I the like Cecil it. Hotel? Well, just she's. I like it because of American Horror Story. Because American Horror Story's hotel season was based off of that hotel, the Cecil Hotel. Okay. Thank you, Hannah. First off. <laughs> first off. What? Full disclosure here. <laughs> Hannah did not know any of that shit until I just told her that. No, that's so she's now trying to act like really smart. Yeah. <laughs> there, okay, full disclosure. First off, for dis- full disclosure. She's like, what? Uh, I Who? watched the show. Whatever. You told me that that's what it was about, and I liked the show. I liked the season, so that makes it interesting. It's cool. Right. Like, okay. Well, there you go. That's right. There the Cecil go. Hotel. Nice. Nice. <laughs> you shut him down. Boom. The Cecil Hotel. <laughs> Was the inspiration between the 2015 season, like she said, of the American Horror Story. I haven't seen it. <laughs> Surprise. Ashley hasn't seen something else. <laughs> if you're following us along, you'll get that joke. If you're new to it, go back any episode and you'll figure that out real quick. <sighs> it comes up at least once an episode. I know. <laughs> Yes. And it's apparently still news. I don't know. Shouldn't be. I know. <laughs> and the fact that I don't do work is news, too. 
and you you'll always hear somebody here at the crew say, "Damn it, Hannah." Yeah. Damn, Damn it, it, Hannah. Damn it, Hannah. So that'll be there. And then maybe even the reference of a poop or two. Ugh. The last few episodes. I don't know if I don't know if Christmas there might be a poop or two, but do you think we can try to throw a poop in on Christmas? I'm sure you'll find a way. <laughs> a few queefs. <laughs> I'm gonna be fine if I don't hear that word for a year. <laughs> What, queef? You said it like 500 times. <laughs> I didn't, she said it that time. I didn't say nothing. That was like, it's not like I said moist queef. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's what you get here with the Extraordinary File podcast. We never know where we're going to end up and how we're going to start and why we get there. But <laughs> And why we lose all five followers we have. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> But people around the world like it. There's fetishes that we're finding all around the place. <laughs> the only people that listen. Yeah. Hershey cream pies. Stop. <laughs> That's right. All right. Well, let's I mean, <laughs> yes, but. <laughs> I mean, yes, but no. All right. So let's talk about the Cecil Hotel. A little history on the hotel. It opened its doors in 1926. So the Roaring 20s is when it Ooh. opened its doors. Good time. Yeah, I just hear the music in my head. Yeah, the flappers and the <laughs> yeah. flappers. Do you know flappers? Yes, they're the dancer girl whatevers, but it's just a funny word. Flappers. Flappers. It's <laughs> <laughs> such a funny word. Flappers. flappers. <laughs> See, they giggle a little bit. like Doubtfire. Floppy pussy lips is what it makes me think. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that even remotely I don't close. know, but every time I hear that word, that's what I think. Of. It's like wet potato chips flopping in the wind or something. God, you come up with some such... What goes on in your mind sometimes? You, don't, you probably don't even want to know. You only get the a portion of The truth is, we all it. know what happens in our mind because she overshares everything. Yeah, right. We know every little bit that goes on in your mind. That no is filter. true. I just word vomit. <laughs> All right. So the hotel, after opening its doors, has been plagued with unfortunate and mysterious circumstances. <laughs> <laughs> Ashley's doing. Ashley Napoleon just had a NASA dynamite. trip. <laughs> I don't even Napoleon Dynamite over here. This is another reason why I apologize that we're not recording this for video. <laughs> I don't know what she just did, <laughs> but she had an acid trip, and then she was reenacting. Flocks of seagulls or something taking off in flight. Stairway to heaven. Some music for this one. Was that, that your attempt to tell me you need, <laughs> I needed music? You look like a seagull. That was. I don't even. All right. See, he hung himself. This is all gonna go. No, it's it's good. It's all right. Fine. So. There has been over 16 deaths by non-natural occurrences, possibly non-natural, and unexplained paranormal events have taken place at the hotel over the years. On top of that, it has played host to some of America's most notorious villains. Mm -hmm. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Sorry. You just vomited all over the mic. Take that out, Ted. <laughs> oh, we're keeping that because Ashley burped. <laughs> <laughs> I raised my hand to pause it and everything. <clears throat> nope, that's going to be in the intro. 
<laughs> actually just like Matt going dun 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 and then <laughs> she vomited. The Cecil Hotel was built in 1924 by hoteller William Banks. Hoteller Hatter. is a like a job title. Hoteller. Yeah. Like a restaurateur? Yeah, but... Ah, I shut her down there, you see? Uh-huh, she thought she was going to... Especially try back then. She thought I was, she was going to hit me up on something. Hoteller. A restaurateur, what does that mean? Rest- hmm. I know what a restaurateur is. Well, then you should know what a hoteller is. All right. It was supposed to be a destination hotel for international businessmen and a the social elite. Hanner spared no expense on the Art Deco style design. He eventually spent over $1 million on just the marble lobby, stained glass windows, imported palm trees, and an alabaster sanctuary. So we're talking about a a place to go. I mean, this was a, yeah, 1920s. (laughs) But just after open, just two years after the Cecil Hotel opened, the world was thrown into the great... Depression and the shit goes down from there. Mm. As it usually did for people. Yep. The Great Depression. Yep. <laughs> the area surrounding the Cecil Hotel soon fin- fell into disrepair, becoming an area known as Skid Row. So, yeah. Right there, Cecil Hotel, this monumental place to go, right in the middle of Skid Row. Right in the crapper. Yep. Once the beautiful hotel soon gained the reputation of a meeting place for junkies, runaways, and criminals. That's where Hannah likes to hang out. <laughs> Can't tell everybody my spots, Matt. Damn it. Due to the high <laughs> number of unexplained deaths, rumors started surfacing that the hotel was haunted. <clears throat> Shut dun, up, Hannah. Dun, dun. What was that noise? Did you deuce? Hannah queefed. <laughs> it's so hard to do a good job around here nowadays. Queen Laquifa is going to oh, be in my Oh, my God. <laughs> what? What? Whoa. Yeah. That had some force behind it. I'm done. I'm <laughs> I can't blame anybody but myself. You did. Nope. You started I just, I it. Did. <laughs> All right. Oh, Matt's got to keep us on track. I got to try. <laughs> it's going to be rough. <sighs> oh, it's going to be real rough now. Mm-hmm. So adding to the rumors <laughs> that it was haunted, the, act, the hotel acted as a temporary home for some of the gnarliest murderers in American history. Like we Gnarly. talked about. That's right. Yes. Let's see. Let's let's talk about some of the deaths first and some of the circumstances to see what you guys think before we get into one of the main ones that I want to talk about. Let's. The earliest death reported in the hotel was in 1931 when 46-year-old Manhattan Beach resident W.K. Norton checked in under the fake name of James Willies <laughs> and killed himself by ingesting poison capsules. So that was the first documented. Why didn't he just check in as himself if he was going to off himself? I, I don't know. Okay. Good cool. question. Cool. Clearly wasn't thinking clearly. So, I mean. But the maid found him. Wouldn't have been dead long. But he used poison capsules to off himself. Okay. That's yeah. the first one. <clears throat> it's unfortunate. Mm-hmm. But normal. Well, not out of 
All right. Well, okay. So that's you, yeah. okay. So this other one, Louis <laughs> D. Borden, was another one. Louis like Lizzie Borden, but Louis D. I yeah Borden, but that's not a super. Thanks common for the last clarification, name, Matt. I was just wondering. Sorry. No. no. Don't give me those <laughs> stupid judging eyes. <laughs> Did you see the way he looked at me? <laughs> Another reason why I wish this shit was recorded so y'all could see my feel my pain. Not only hear it, you can see it. Lewis, you know how he killed himself? Slit his own throat. Ooh. So another suicide. Okay, I don't think that's common though. I mean, do you guys slitting your own throat? What suicides happen by slitting your own throat? I mean, that's not the way I would choose to do it. That's what I'm trying to say. I You're feel like, like that's pretty gnarly. Roy Thompson, a 35-year-old Marine fireman, he checked into the Cecil Hotel in January of 1938. And he seen, after he checked in, he just went right up to the roof of the hotel and jumped off. Hmm. Um, that's not a super uncommon way for suicide. Well, okay. They say it was a clear suicide in many ways. However, the fact that he was found on the adjacent roof of a nearby building was rather impressive. So he he had to take a running, flying leap jump. It landed on an adjacent building. Hmm. Hmm. Not just jump down, but soar. Well, maybe he was trying I to be... I fly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, that's one of them. That's That's right. <laughs> In March of 1937, it. reports stated that Grace Margro fell from a ninth-story window. Her fall had been broken by a suspended telephone wire that caused her body to bounce and then wrap around the wire. It is a strange sight that attracted several reporters as it took a while to get her body out of the wires. It was highly debated whether that was a suicide or some sort of an accident as the traje trajectory of the body indicated that she have had to either take a running leap or someone pushed her off. Mm. So we're starting to like see some, see some sort patterns? of pattern there. Yeah. Interesting. Julia Francis Moore, a 50 year old from St. Louis who checked in on February 11th, 1962. Uh, she kept to her room for the longest time. No one really knew much about her until she climbed out the window, leaping from the eighth floor to land right uh, into the light well on the second floor. She left no suicide note, just a bus ticket. Bus ticket. <laughs> bus ticket. Bus ticket. Bus ticket. <laughs> left a bus bust. <laughs> now I'm thinking about There's boobs. another Freudian. Yep. Bust a bus ticket, 59 cents in change, and an Illinois bank book showing the balance of $1,800. It remains one of the otter, mis otter mysteries at the Cecil, as there is no clue why Moore chose to end her life this way. A lot of hmm. going out the windows there. Yeah. yeah. October 22nd, 1954, under the name of Margaret Brown. She was quiet. And reserved, keeping to herself for most of the time. That changed when she climbed out the seventh floor window 
leaped out, landing right on the hotel's marquee sign. How many floors is it? Total. I didn't count. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I was just curious to, to see how significant. Well, we know at least seven eight is compared to. Well, you know, I don't know. What is it like fifteen? I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Hannah, since you're over there doing nothing, why don't you look Google. at how many floors are at the Cecil Hotel? Well, my phone's about to die since you wouldn't let me use your uh, charger. I thought it's plugged box, in. So no. What do you got? What's the cord? It's it's going to the couch. Yeah. <laughs> I just never unplugged it once I plugged it into my phone. <laughs> but I don't have my. <laughs> she plugged it into the couch. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, there might be some sort of a solar power <laughs> queef charging going That's on or something. That's where she went wrong in the woods too. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Damn it. All right. So anyhow, she leaped out the seventh floor and right onto the hotel's marquee. Needless to say, that brought Cecil some press. It, it didn't have big, press until this one. Well, I was I'm sure it was it. a big mess to clean up on their marquee yeah, sign. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. You know, 1954 marquee. <laughs> big splat. splatter. Mm. Intestines and shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she left no note or signs of to why she had done this and another mystery to some wondering if something in the hotel is pushing people to their dark end mm-hmm. I don't know that's what some people are starting to wonder let's go investigate well it's now it's in LA yeah. first off uh-huh. and it's now I believe I think it's closed for renovation oh that's going to help things Right, and it is now called Stay on Main, I believe is what it is currently held as. Stay, stay, stay on on Main. Okay, stay on Main. That's right. All right, let's go do a couple more. September, nineteen forty-four. A nineteen-year-old Dorothy Jean Purcell was having an affair with a shoe man. Shoe salesman, Ben Levine. Um, waking up with stomach pains, Purcell slipped out of the bed, went to the bathroom, and in the, ended up delivering the baby herself. In shock and thinking that the infant was dead, Purcell threw it out the window and onto the roof of an adjacent building. It was later determined that it had still been alive when tossed away. So she was arrested for murder. Holy shit. Yeah. Oh, we don't need this. Let's just toss it out the window. Um, my brain goes through a lot of things. <laughs> Thinking about that one. <laughs> Care to share thoughts? I mean... I mean, you just you, you look dumbfounded and appalled. Knowing how birth and everything works, I can... A lot of women are in, like, traumatic... Traumatic, traumatic mm-hmm. response yeah, mode. Make fun of me there, see? After, <laughs> after the birth of a child, especially if it's quick and unexpected. And a lot of babies do come out more blue than you would think should be normal, but they do but why, okay. survive. Okay, shit happens. So let's say Back if it was stillborn. But what if it was stillborn? Yeah. Why throw it out the window? She could have, I don't know. She could have. Been accused of 
doing it anyway. I don't know. Well, see, some people <clears throat> say that basically since it was an affair and everything else, oh, yeah. they didn't really want to have the kid and huh. let's just try to maybe find a way to get rid of it. I don't know. We'll <clears throat> toss it out the window. I don't so. like that one. Hmm. It's weird. October 12th, 1962. Pauline Otteron had checked into the Cecil and was meeting her estranged husband. His name was Dewey. It turned into a bitter one. The two were having a vicious argument, and Dewey decided to leave to clear his head. Apparently, Pauline decided that she had enough, crawled out the window, to jump out of the ninth floor room. So at least nine floors. Oh, at least nine. <laughs> As if that wasn't bad enough, things that made it worse is she landed right on top of pedestrian George Gianni, who had the bad luck of walking in that area. That is like perfect timing. Yep. Right. That's and She killed poor George Gianni for just walking by. By landing on top of him. Yeah. Talk about being wow. at the wrong place at the wrong time. So we have a lot of deaths out windows, a lot of strange happenings to a sense, maybe. Mm-hmm. Bad luck. Man, just imagine just walking by and minding your own business. Well, first off, just w- imagine walking by and minding your own business and someone splats right in front of your feet. And you're like, oh, man, that could have been me. But then do you think he even knew what hit him? Mm-mm. No. His spirit is definitely still there. I mean, if you got, I don't know, 120, 150 <laughs> pound... <laughs> Woman, I, I'm totally speculating on her weight, but just free falling from nine stories yeah. onto your head and neck. Yeah. Matt. That'd be in pain. I mean, would he... You probably would... Really? <laughs> no shit. Tell me more, Hannah. Please. Enlighten us. Would he have even felt it? Like, I mean, that would have probably been pretty instant. So you said pain, and I'm like, you probably wouldn't have even felt it, though. Is Yeah. Like. Do you know the night, the story of the Night Stalker? I don't. All right. Well, his name was Richard Ramirez. Okay. He's better known as the Night Stalker. And from 1984 to the late 1985s, Ramirez embarked on a series of home invasions where he murdered 13 women, sexually assaulted several of those women, and... A man as well. But he stayed there at the hotel during those times. So the murders were there? No, happened no, there? No, it didn't he happen there. He there. just stayed there. But some of the stories goes that that he would go out and do his bidding okay. throughout the town, come back and have you know blood or whatever on him. So he would remove his clothes at the hotel dumpster, uh-huh. throw them away, and then he would return to his room butt naked. Hmm. That's a good idea. <laughs> I don't well, know. <laughs> and I guess what they were saying is during this time, the hotel had such a riffraff of people in there that people would just die from overdoses, be laying in the hallway, and someone just think they were overdosing or you're passed yeah. out, and they'd be dead for a couple of days before somebody would say, hey, He's not moved for a couple of days. So if you got dead bodies just laying in the hallway, maybe a guy walking naked to his rooms, maybe not. That abnormal. Yeah. Not the biggest concern either. I'm like, eh, yeah. whatever. 
Okay. Okay. So, so a lot of bad juju, we'll say there at this hotel, right? Yes. A lot of bad vibes. No doubt. So who knows what's going on? I don't know. A lot of people think there could be something paranormal related. I like that. Some p- portal of doom. I don't know. Where negative energy just queefs itself out of the... Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> but there's one I really want to talk about. Uh. And her name is... Her name is Elise Lamb. Lisa. What? Elisa. Elisa? I think it's Elise. You have an A on it here. Yeah, I think the A is silent. Elise. (laughs) I don't think so. All right. Elisa Lamb. Whatever floats your butt. It's for those that are really gives a shit, it's E L I S A. Uh Uh-huh. Elisa. All right. Now you know. So Elisa Lamb, um, she happened to be a resident of the hotel. This happened. Guest. Well, she was staying there. So a resident mm-hmm. or guest, whatever. <laughs> this happened in the early part of 2013, January. She That's was not that long ago. Nope, not too long ago. Now tell me between. Some of these that you outlined that you just went through and hers. Did they stop or were there more? Well, at it. Because the last one you have is 1985. And I know that it closed down for some time. Okay. So there might be a break in activity because of being closed down, then reopened as the. Stay on Main. Then Is I that think what it, it closed was? down again, and it was from what I understand, it was called this Stay on Main when Elisa Lamb was there. Okay, cool. But anyhow, she stayed there. All right, mm-hmm. and basically became missing. She, I mean, she ended up being missing there. She was traveling. She's she was checking in with her parents periodically over a. a period of time and all of a sudden they just stopped hearing from her um the police were there they canvassed the area when she came up missing and talked to several people the shop owners that were there said they had seen her just last um she was happy she was buying a book actually to take with her um i believe it was a gift for her one of her parents i think is how the story went but Um, she was talking about, you know, how heavy would be to carry it, you know? Mm -hmm. So she's in the mindset of she's continuing to travel along and she's buying gifts for people. Nothing that would suggest, Hey, this girl's depressed, upset, you know, wanting to off herself. You'll see where I'm getting going when this part of the story, but we're leading up. Everything seems to be fine until the day she disappears. Weeks go by. They don't know where she's at. They, um, police are coming in to investigate. They're able to find some elevator footage of her in the hotel. Okay. Now this elevator footage, we're going to have to put on our Facebook so you guys can, can view it there and see basically what, what happens in it. I'll give you a brief synopsis or you can watch it as I'm talking about it. But basically she enters the elevator. Mm Mm-hmm. She pushes several buttons on the elevator and then stands there. 
The elevator does not seem to close like it should. It just waits open. And when she got in, like I said, she didn't just push one floor. She right. went like straight down the middle of the buttons and pushed maybe four or five, mm-hmm. maybe six floors right down through the middle or pushed a whole bunch. I can't really see the footage is kind of, but she just went a straight line down. Don't know why she did that. She stands there. Then she actually looks like she turns a little bit and puts her back up against the sidewall like she's almost hiding, trying to hide from somebody hmm. who's on the outside. Weird. It is very weird. And still, at this time, the elevator door is staying open. I mean, right. usually an elevator takes just a few seconds after you select your number, it closes. Well, they say basically at this point in time, the elevator, I guess, began to malfunction because it just, for some reason, stayed open. So they don't think she could have, like, hit an emergency button or something that kept it open? Well, or? if you look at the video, she just kind of goes down. And usually if you hit the emergency button to stop at an elevator, then the alarms go off. People would probably hear, you know, hey, right. know, the alarms that's, yeah, are going that's off, true. all that that's type of true. stuff. Yeah. Nothing like that okay. appeared. Nothing in the investigation popped up as far as that goes. So then she kind of, after she's hiding with her back, like kind of in the corner, the front part of the corner. Mm-hmm. By the buttons, right? Yeah, she's, yeah, she turns her back to the corner where she's, Almost putting her back so like that way. If somebody was walking by and if you looked in there, you wouldn't really see her mm-hmm. because she was hiding at the front. And she was small. Yeah. yeah. She was. So that leads the people to think that she's trying to hide from somebody mm-hmm. right. out in the lobby or out in the hallway area. Do, do we know what floor this was? I don't. I'm sure they do, but okay. I, don't, I don't know exactly what floor it was that she was on. Um, so she hides there for a second and then she kind of peeks out real quick and hops back. Like she's like, she peeks her head out to like, look. <laughs> when I saw it, it reminded me of when you like run up the stairs really fast cause you're spooked, but she like popped out and like popped back into the elevator. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. again, that then leads for some, something to think that somebody's out there or, you know, she's trying to see if they're still out there. She's mm-hmm. trying to hide from them. Right. Um, but then after that, after she looks and she peeks back, she comes back and then she goes back out again. Then she's just kind of starts to stand out there and she kind of goes off camera a little bit, but you can see her, her arm and her, you know, she's kind of waving around. And at one point in time, she comes back into the elevator. Now, again, this elevator is remaining open the entire time, this entire time for some reason. Hmm. So, she, and she's not stopping the elevator. You know how it usually closes right. and you like put your hand up there to block it. So it goes back open. It just for some reason it's staying open. Mm-hmm. So she uh looks like she's um maybe starting to talk to somebody at this point or she's motioning with her hands and then actually she turns back into the elevator so you can see her body more and she's really doing some odd gesturings with her hands. Yeah. Um, it's like she's spell casting or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't really know exactly what that. Some people say that this shows signs of maybe some sort of mental illness that she could be having. Yeah. Maybe she's on some sort of drugs at this point. You know, those are all speculation. I, I don't know um how much to put into that. Right. Again, you guys can look at the video. You guys can And there uh, was no evidence earlier from her family or anybody that knew her of a mental illness, was there? I know they speak about that, but I don't know if that really played a huge part. So there was? I'm quizzing you. I know it. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. 
Come on, Quizmaster Matt. And I was going to say, too, like with the drug use, if they would have probably done an autopsy on her and they would have. Well, right. That yeah, they did. But I mean, the body. Well, point. I can't tell you what happened yet because we're telling about the story. So okay. how do you know the body was even found? Ooh, ooh, see, well, that's true. That's true. So I kind of ruined the whole story. <laughs> Just cut that part out. Just right. Or we can go back since we cut all that out. You know, just cut that part out, Ted. <laughs> all right. So she comes back into the elevator, doing these motions with her hands. Um, you guys watch the videos. Tell us what you think. You know where you think of things at. But then basically, she then leaves the elevator, takes off out of the area, and that is the last that anybody sees of her. Now they didn't have cameras in the hallways. I guess it was just the there elevator. There was just a camera in the elevator? Yep. That's odd. And the funny thing about it, the other odd thing, that as soon as she left the area, then the elevator closed and then went down to each of the floors, opened up, operated like normal, mm-hmm. and did its own thing, and that was it. So, when it comes to paranormal, the elevator not working properly is odd to me. It's weird. Yeah, that's... So, if anybody was chasing her... You know, if she was trying to hide from him, it makes sense a little bit that she, you know, she was hiding in there. But then, you know, she didn't, it didn't appear that she tried to push like the door close right. button. She just hit a line of, and she, when she hit the line of um, buttons for the floors, she kind of like bent over and was like really close to it, like real, got right. her face like real close to the elevator buttons, almost like she didn't see what she was looking at or yeah. she had trouble, like bad eyesight. That is, I thought that was strange too. Those things I yeah. don't know, but she leans forward and then she pushes on a bunch of the buttons and then steps back. It doesn't close. She steps back farther, tries to hide. So if she's trying to hide from somebody, that's one thing, but for the elevator not to close and she didn't seem frantic. She When she peeked out, it looked both ways. And maybe, you know, trying to think of things, maybe she just peeked out and looked both ways because she thought somebody was outside, maybe like holding on to the button mm-hmm. that wouldn't let the door shut. You know, like if you were to. Right, right, right. Yeah. Type That's... thing. Maybe she thought that was occurring and then she's seen nobody. But then I don't know why she hid in the first place. That I don't right. know. But so again, all those things are odd. The elevator to me is very a paranormal. Now, yeah. I'm not saying it's ghost related or anything. I'm saying it's paranormal because it's not normal and I don't can't have a reason it. to. Yeah, I, I just can't, can't explain, explain yeah. that part of it. That's. All right. Yeah. So two weeks go by. The police are, you know, hanging up missing persons posters. This video goes out and nobody knows where she's at. Um, weeks later. The other guests of the hotel start making complaints. Uh oh. Yeah. Mm. They say that their water no. is discolored. No. It has an odor and it tastes funny. Oh, God. No, no. Possibly a little bit. No. Iron like. I don't know. <laughs> so. The maintenance goes to, you know, check it out. Now, during this time, you know, the police were there. They brought dogs in to search for her body. You know, they searched the floors, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Now, with the understanding is they can only search what they were allowed to or if they had probable cause to enter 
one right. of the rooms because right. just if you're staying there, the police just can't come in and say, we want to search your room because we're looking for some girl. They have to have mm-hmm. probable cause to come in there. But they searched all over. The dog didn't alert on anything. So nothing ever come from that. So the hotel was supposedly searched from top to bottom as much as they could. Okay. So the maintenance goes up to the rooftop because on the rooftop they have water tanks that, you know, hold water up on top. Yeah. I think they were thousand gallon tanks. All right. Just in case you want to know, Hannah, (laughs) that's a thousand gallon tank holds 300, I'm sorry, 3,785 liters. Oh, wow. Yeah, I know you were. (laughs) She's like, wow, I I don't know what a liter is. Yeah, she was really. uh, I know what a liter is. She was really perplexed and needed to know that. But the tanks, they uh, provide water to the guest rooms. It provides provided water to the kitchen and a coffee shop. Oh, no. But no. they open up the, they had to open up the lid. And lo and behold, Elisa's lamb's body is floating in the water. Oh. Now, what kind of lid was on this? It was a... Heavy lid. A that heavy helps. Lid. Yes. Can you, can you give me a little bit more than that? Well. Was it locked? Like, Does it have a turn handle? That I don't know, but I know I can tell you here that it was shut, and a lot of people question that she wouldn't even been able to have shut that herself right. by being down in it. Right. So... That's one of the you and guys no ruined workers, it. No work. I ruined it. You ruined the the whole. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> yeah, they said that they. It was very suspicious that she was able to be in the water. No workers admitted to possibly walking by, seeing it open and closing it without looking. Nothing like that. Nothing that was stated in what I've seen. Okay. So that would be my first thought. But I mean, I guess it's, I don't even know if they would, I mean, it's on the top of the roof, so there's right. no reason for it just to accidentally open. So right. if someone knew they shut it, I don't see that on an average day, your worker's going to be out there just right walking, walking around, around right? It. Yeah. Um, but anyhow, the tank was drained and it had to be cut open since the maintenance hatch was too small to accommodate any equipment to get in to remove her body. Um, on February 21st of the year, the Los Angeles County's coroner's office issued a finding that it was an accidental drowning with <laughs> bipolar <laughs> disorder as a significant factor. Okay. Now, did they draw that conclusion just from the elevator footage? Or was that a previous I mean, I don't know how, diagnosis? I don't know how they came up with that. It was the coroner's office. So okay. Who knows? Um, hmm. The other thing is that they stated that her body had been found naked in the water tank with her clothes and items inside the tank with her. So if she went into it, then she, if she did it volu- if she did it herself, right? She stripped while she was inside there, or stripped before was holding her clothes and jumped and in. jumped in. But you also that's the other thing is you need a ladder to get up to the hatch. And access to the roof was locked. See, I, I was I was trying to get you all these <laughs> points. So yeah, I'm, all these other things, you, they needed a ladder to get up to the hatch that wasn't there. 
and the roof was locked. Uh, the the access to the roof was locked. It's not, I don't know. It sounds like a murder to me. Yeah. Because that's something know. if someone took her up there, they could have removed all that, closed the lid. Or something super paranormal. The naked. Anyhow, like I said, her body was found naked. Uh. Clothing clothing that was similar to what she was wearing in the elevator video was floating in the water. So they think it happened just right after right. the elevator. Um, her body was coated in a sand-like sand -like particulate. Now, what that exactly means, what? I'm not 100% particularly like sand. I mean, it's well, basically had like a gritty, right. sandy something on her body. That was in the coroner's report. That, that wouldn't have been like water buildup on her or anything. Like lime scale? I, don't, I mean, I, that wouldn't be a particular. I don't know. I don't know. Like they've got salt in some, don't they? I don't know. I'm just trying to. Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> they, they make note of it specifically in the coroner's report. So I'd say With, it's something that's out of the normal right, for right. her circumstances. Otherwise, it would have said her exactly watch, what it was. Her watch and her room key were also found. With um, her? Yep, yeah, in okay. the tank. Okay. The body was moderately decomposed and bloated, obviously. Mm -hmm. It was mostly greenish, had some mm -hmm. marbling effect to the abdomen and skin. Separation was evident. Um, there, are no, there was no evidence of physical trauma sexual assault or suicide there was some talk talk toxicology i ain't gonna try it <laughs> toxicology test was incomplete due to there was not enough blood that was preserved mm. um it said it did show traces that were consistent with prescription medication found amongst her belongings non-prescription drugs such as cyanotab and ibuprofen a very small <laughs> quantity of alcohol about 0 0.02 gram it said percent here, which is a very small amount. Right. And yeah. that could technically be part of just the decomposition stages, I think. You can your body can kind of produce you a said prescription drugs too. It did, they they said they were found um trace traces consistent with prescription medication found among her amongst her belongings, but no other recreational drugs. Were these drugs for mental disorders? <laughs> I'm trying to figure out what happened. I think we all, like, yeah, we all are. I mean, even if she had a mental disorder, that still doesn't really solve the mystery of the whole elevator thing with the door not no, closing. But and the fact that the door to the roof was locked and there was no ladder to the water tank. So there's obviously something else there, even if she did have a mental disorder. But even with that, even with... No trauma, no sexual assault. I mean, even if you're strangled, they can tell those types right, of things. Right, you right, right. So they obviously did not rule in any type of a homicide because there was no proof proof of it. There's just, I mean, it was an, they ruled it as an accidental drowning, so they think that she was in there maybe willingly mm. and then drowned. But here's those things. Part of the issues, unresolved issues of the investigation. How'd she get into the tank in the first place? Right. Right. The right. doors, the doors and the stairs that access to the hotel's roof are locked and only the staff had passcode and keys. Any attempt to force them open, open would trigger an alarm. So they had okay. an alarm doors on top of that. Apart from the question how she got onto the roof, the others asked how could she have even gotten to the tank by herself? All four tanks are four by eight feet cylinders 
propped up on concrete blocks. Um, there are no fixed accesses to them, and the hotel workers had to use a ladder to go up and get into the hatches. They are protected with heavy lids that would be difficult to replace within. And on top of that, police dogs did search the roof, but found no tra uh, tracks of her at the time or traces of her at the time. But the police did say they, they might not have searched over by the water tanks as much. But hmm. I think they were just going there to see if maybe she had scent of maybe where she had jumped off or something. Right. Maybe. I don't, I don't know. Hmm. So hmm. that is so strange. But and you this know, is just 2013. Yep, hmm. it's only five years ago. I don't was... remember hearing anything about it. Mm -mm, me either. Hell, that's the that's the year I graduated college. Man, that was only five years ago. Some people say that she was trying to hide from a pursuer, like we talked about. Like if she was trying to right. step back in there, um, maybe someone that was responsible for her death. While others are merely frustrated with the L. Um, elevator's apparent malfunction which that's probably one of the biggest things right. i have with all of it with everything involved how the elevators just has a mind of its own why she's in there and then she leaves and it, it appears to turn around and start functioning normal I actually just had a <laughs> brain ready what? yeah right aliens oh. <laughs> 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 Aliens. Mm. You just never know. She, she, she thinks she's yep, smart. Yep. Mm. I figured it out. Aliens. Done. Next. But they, like I said, over everything, the corner's office says it was accidental. So I don't. I don't. And buy there's that. no other camera camera footage of the hotel. That's hard to believe too. That's getting me. If there's a camera in the elevator, why wouldn't there be some? Well, in the most hallways? elevators come with. I mean, I don't know. You know. It's not, it's not, it wasn't a, so let's, let's think about this. Several theories can be at first. First off, it's a very old hotel. So for them to, depending on what it's made out of, to run wires, to drill holes, I mean, that could be an issue. Maybe they don't want to put that, uh, you know, the, the current owners since it's in Skid Row yeah. and it sounds like it's not a very huge, reputable place to be staying at in the first place. Maybe they don't even want to spend the money on it. I mean, I don't know how much it costs to, right, the twenty four ninety nine dollar special or something. <laughs> I don't know. But some of the other questions are something else that popped up that since her death, her Tumblr account, okay, mysteriously updates her what? account. Yes, her account mysteriously updates. updates. I'm not really. What's what is tumblr exactly hannah you're our social media guru <laughs> and i don't know tumblr yes i don't what i've heard of it but i just i don't have an account so i don't know about it you must get one you must oh, I you must, must get do one. it that's right it's just okay. an, it's a social media account so or it's social. like facebook there's posts yes i guess i don't know Posts okay pop so what does it either. update like does know. it post things like well some people said that because i guess her phone was never found it was not found on her body or in her room, so it's assumed that it has been stolen. And sometime after her death, wherever it is, continues to update to her blog. It was facilitated by whoever was the theft of the phone, the work of a hacker, or just something in a queue. It is not known, nor is it known where the updates are relating to her death. 
Hmm. I'm about to sign up for Tumblr. Find her on Tumblr and read the stuff. Do there it. you go. Report back. I will. She's going to have nothing. <laughs> <laughs> it does involve reading. Next time we meet. Hannah, what did you find out? Oh, I had to make a password. I couldn't think of one. <laughs> so I wanted to talk about the Cecil. Yeah, right. It said I needed to create a password with four letters and an upper and a lower case and a number. I said, F it. I'm done. Never mind. <laughs> So what do you think? I wanted to talk about the Cecil Hotel and just some of the stuff, but more importantly, I think this in itself is just very... Yeah, it's... Interesting. It's bizarre. I don't know. The whole thing has me... I mean, so as far as her getting up on the roof and all of that, that could have been somebody taking her up there. and They would have had the keys and a passcode. Right. Mm -hmm. So it had to have been somebody, obviously, that worked there. But not Um, out of the realm of possibility. Right. Right. Right, the elevator. That's it. Just uh, that really and she has had puzzled. A, I mean, these so, are four. They're they're four foot round by eight foot tall on top of cinder blocks, Ding. tubes. So that would be somebody would have had to carry her up a ladder to put her in there. Right. If or, yeah. That's the way. It and went. there's no ladder up there. So if that was the case, somebody did whatever. They, if they killed her, got her to the roof somehow. Opened the roof door. Got but a ladder she, up there. If she first wasn't in the right state of mind, that could affect it as well. Yeah, But there was no sign of struggle. That's what I'm saying. She no could have been sign. totally willing just because she wasn't Hey, let's go up to the roof. They got this cool hot tub up there. Just jump in. <laughs> and then shut the... <laughs> but then, I mean, wouldn't there have been signs of her trying to, like, get out of there? You know what I mean? Like, she would have, like, bruising or something trying to... Claw I mean, what if there was know. no signs of sexual assault or trauma? I don't know. What would be the motive? I don't know. Just killing her for fun? Maybe for she got giggles? possessed. Now, the, see, the paranormal investigator in me, the c- cases from before have a lot in common. Was there a first reported case of suicide? What was the very first reported case of suicide, and how did it happen? The guy poisoning himself, right? Yeah, the poison he took pills. The poison pills. I would, I would venture to guess it would be whoever did the first jump would be the guy. I would, I it would feel more like a possession or not possession necessarily, but a. Uh, that was that was the word I just used. Haunt, con- con- convincing well, I have... someone else, taking over, say, empathically, someone else's emotions and convincing them to do the same. All right. Well, with that theory, Roy Thompson, he was 35 years old, a Marine fireman. He was the first one to jump. Says in 1938, seems to have jumped right off the roof of the hotel. He clears suicide in many ways. However, the fact that he was found on the adjacent roof of the nearby building. Right. A fireman with water. Hmm. From the roof. Well, then there was also, though, the one suicide that gets me is the slitting of the own throat. Person. That was before him. That Yeah, that was before the first jump. That was the second person to commit suicide. I don't know if there was a date. And that's the thing. Because of the type of hotel it was and just reporting back then, they said, I mean, there was also lots of other strange deaths that happened there, but 
that were not really uncommon. Like I know one, a guy was crushed between a truck that was unloading in the wall. So, and then if you think about it, if you think about even if it was one, say, tormented soul that was affecting all these other people and driving them to commit suicide, each person that dies thereafter is going to harness their own tormented energy there. Energy. Who knows? Who knows what? Ah, man. I want to investigate. I want to investigate it. I want to go do a reading. Ugh. But I think I still the one of the biggest thing after. I mean that there's a lot of fishy shit going on there. Okay, I agree. Mm -hmm. It's fishy Mm -hmm. shit. But still, the elevator. I just I I like that's a piece of evidence that I can look at, and it's not normal. That's the thing that gets me the most. And the way she's acting is not normal. Yeah, but we're also not seeing the control panel on the outside of the elevator. It could have been someone. Her her reactions don't say that it was, but it could have been someone out there holding the holding button. a button, doing well, And they could have does waited it stay until open the... if you hold the button on the outside. I think like you're calling it. I think if it doesn't shut all the way, yeah. Cuz like if, if the elevator starts to shut, right. and you push that button, yeah. It'll open it back up. It opens back up. So, but I don't know if holding it holds it open. I don't either. Well, then maybe they weren't holding it. Maybe they would just hit it every now and then. That's true. But it would still try to shut in between, you know? And then even when she stands out there. Right. She does stand out there. looks like she's talking to somebody. But then why why would this person continue just every now and then hit the elevator button? I don't know. I have no idea. It's a mystery. Creepy music. Hmm. But that's I definitely <laughs> wanted to put that one out there because like yeah. I said, it's and it's recent. It's not like it's no, you know from the nineteen yeah. thirties, nineteen forties where you know some mysterious circumstances. I mean it's it's our time relevant. five years ago. Like Right. Thanks, Hannah. I, I know, but that's <laughs> she that's had, just it's just crazy because it was only she five had a years piece ago. of paper and a pencil and I'll figure <laughs> that out. <laughs> Good job. I'm impressed. <laughs> I don't know, but there you have it. The Cecil Hotel and the story of Elisa, I guess, Mm -hmm. Lamb. But like I said, we're going to put that YouTube video where you can find it on our Facebook so you guys can view it. After you guys view it, leave us a comment. Let us know what you guys think about it. Yeah, I'd like to see what everybody else thinks. You guys know the story. You can see the video. Come up with your own uh, Theory. theory. Be part of the team. Give us your theory. All right. Well, that's going to do it for another episode. That's right. You can find us at extraordinaryfiles.com with an X. Extraordinary Files. No E. No E. Extraordinaryfiles.com. If you're listening to us, you might see us there. But if you want to go get all of them, you can find us on all of the popular podcast formats. Ashley just had another what? I just had a light bulb of something that we'll talk about after. All right. (laughs) But if you're missing some of those and you would like to get some of them, you can, like I said, go to extraordinaryfiles.com. We have a list of all of our episodes there that you can get a hold of. Like, subscribe, give us a rating. A written review would be great. Five stars is even better. Or both. Both is even better. Both. Just do it all. Yep. Also, you can go to us on Facebook. You can see all of our pictures, all the things we talk about. Yep. 
get news about upcoming events. All of our episodes. Adventures. That's only you. <laughs> well, yeah. I bring the excitement. Okay. All right, we're closing down. That's okay. it. <laughs> closing down. My name is Matt, the host with the most. We got um, Ashley, Mama Shart. <laughs> we got uh, Meat Hook Hannah. <laughs> and Ted the Wizard, the man behind the curtain. We're out. We'll see you next week for another episode. Bye.